Peace and blessings, everybody. You're listening to The Good Brother Experience, where it is I, the good brother, the original black man. I am Reek. What you doing? How you doing? How you been? For starters, drink some water. Secondarily, I need you to rate, review, and subscribe to my program. Leave five stars for your boy. Leave some commentary. All of that shit is appreciated. Last but not least, if you would like to email me, email me at goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com. Once again, that's goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com. You know, let me put y'all on, on the secret sauce. Usually, I write like uh, bullet points down. And I'm like, you know what, this week I'm going to talk about this, and I'm going to touch that, and I'm going to talk about this. and Just so I can have some type of guidelines so I'm just not meandering and, you know, talking about all type of other shit that doesn't need to be spoken about. But this particular day, and the past few episodes, I've written shit down. And I see a lot of people that take the art of podcasting seriously, and they come through, and there's a certain level of preparation, and they have meetings prior to the episode and they have a sheet that um that they relate to just so they can stay on track and to you know implement some level of news or some level of current level i'm sorry of current event or some shit like that but it's just not that type of show and i'm sorry once i probably have more guests on for my friday episodes then maybe i'll create some type of sheet or bulletin point sheet or rubric or whatever you want to fucking call it but i do have a few things to speak about and let's just hope that i make it to half an hour first thing is how was your valentine's day did you enjoy it what'd you do what'd you eat did you get a gift and you know the valentine's day controversy is is a slippery one because as the man you feel the pressure that you have to do something. And I see both sides of this because on one hand, it's how are you being intimate with somebody? How are you speaking so frequently with someone? How are you being so interpersonal with someone, dating someone, kissing someone, letting them in on your innermost secrets? And then when the day of love comes around, it's like, oh, I'm good. That's corny. And I understand. I fucking get it. I understand where you make this coming from, right? Here's the thing, though. From my understanding of love, love is reciprocal. And what I mean by that is if you love me, I love you, we love each other. It's not like a um, it's not like a Myra and Steve Urkel kind of situation where Myra was just loving on Steve. Side note, Myra was the most fired joint on the show. It's not like a Steve Urkel or Laura Winslow kind of situation to where the love was just one-sided. If we love one another, why aren't we doing things with one another, right? No? Am I, am I talking out of turn? If the day is about doing signifiers and having some type of celebratory occasion to signify our feelings for one another, whether it be love, lust, whatever have you. Why do things feel one-sided? 
Everybody ever noticed that? And what I mean by that is either it's the woman that has expectations that things need to be done, or is the man that puts all of the planning on the woman so something can be done. It doesn't seem very, if, if I'm using the wrong word in regards to saying reciprocal, let's say cyclical, right? Back and forth, back and forth, round and round and round. There's no level of cohesion with that type of shit. It's just like, oh, you, you're, you're doing something, I'm doing something. Because I like you so much, I believe today you deserve flowers. Not because you don't deserve flowers any other day, but today is the day that flowers are given to the woman who one man is dealing with. Very similar to July 4th. You have a barbecue, you own a barbecue any other day of the year. You can buy hamburgers and sausage links or chicken wings, shrimp kebab. You can buy that shit any other day. You could barbecue on July 5th. You could barbecue on August 11th. But July 4th is the nationally recognized day that niggas go on the barbecue and grill. St. Patrick's Day. You can put green food coloring into a beer any day of the year if you wanted to. Go on Amazon. Green food green food coloring is relatively inexpensive. Getting a goddamn beer of your choice is relatively inexpensive. Getting a mug, probably 15 or so dollars. You can get mugs at Dollar Tree for a dollar. Put the green food coloring in there. Voila, you can have a green beer every fucking day. But the reason why people drink green beers on St. Patty's Day is because it's fucking St. Patty's Day. So if we are in something together, why is the planning not happening with one another? Why is it, yo, you better buy me this or, yo, you better do this for me or, yo, I expect a gift or I, 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 when the day is about the emotions that we share for one another. I just don't understand it. I don't get it. Maybe I never will. But I hope everybody had fun. I hope you had some sex, man. Let's just call a spade a spade. Nobody wants dry coochie or dry penis on Valentine's Day. Everybody wants to get to the rooting and tooting. You feel me? Everybody wants to get their shoulders moving. So I hope that happened for you. Again, you can have sex any other day. I understand that. But that day specifically is about the whole ordeal, feelings and emotions and celebration and passion and all that other kind of shit. Right. And getting some kitten bouncing up and down my penis is a great way for me to end the day. I hope that happened for you guys, because if you listen to my show, nothing but great things are happening. I'm sorry. Nothing but great things should be happening to you. Now, let's talk about tomorrow. I'm going to release this episode on February 16th. I didn't release the episode on Valentine's Day because I was fucking swamped. And I'm going to tell you why I was swamped. I didn't release the episode last week. And I apologize for that. And I mean, I know I said I had the uh, the New Year's resolution. But last week was fucked up for your boy. This year has been fucked up for your boy since like January 1st. And, um... Before I get to any of that, I just need to make something abundantly clear. Tomorrow is my birthday. Yes, if you're listening to this on February 16th, tomorrow's my birthday. Maybe you saw the notification that I have a new episode out, and um, you're listening to this on your way to work in the morning, or you're listening to this shit on your morning run, or your morning commute, or if you're unemployed, you just like to listen to shit 
while you're doing laundry in the morning, whatever the fuck you're doing, right? So if you're listening to this on the 16th, tomorrow's my birthday. If you're listening to this on the 17th, today's my birthday. Wish me fucking happy birthday. I demand that of you, goddammit. Your boy's turning 32. It's happened in an original way. You understand what I'm talking about? The original black man, the good brother, lives on. 30-second lap around the sun. And this is probably the brokest I've been in my adult life. Isn't that swell? Yeah. I'm pretty sure everybody can um, relate. You know, when I speak to people about brokenness, right? They'd be like, yeah, man, I remember back in the day when I couldn't get slices of pizza Yo, I was on Roman noodles and, and, and pork and beans for six months straight. But it's a, it's a surreal experience when you're going through brokenness like now, when you're quote-unquote supposed to have it figured out. And then people will tell you things that they think is helpful for your mental health, like, ha, oh, come on now, you know George Bush wasn't fucking president until he was 60 years old or whatever the fuck they're about to tell you, right, about niggas fucking making it and getting successful later on in life and... You're like, man, I understand, but I wish I had some chicken right now. I wish I was lit in my 20s. I I legitimately do. If I was lit in my 20s, my relationship probably would have worked, right? Because I was, there was a lot of financial restraints that I had in my 20s, which created a ceiling on where we could go. And that's why I'm not in a relationship now, because I just haven't had the money to sustain. As, As of right now, I'm recording out of my aunt's house. So it's like this podcast, she got to work. Some got to work. Some got to click. Some chicken got to be in my future because niggas is not taking it anymore. And I give that whole spiel to tell you that my cash app is dollar sign reek 17. It's going to be in the description. Send your boy $32. A dollar a year for being original. And if you didn't send me anything last year, $64 to cover last year and this year. That's the reek tax. Send it so your boy can prosper out here. Now, let's get to what happened to me on Monday, which relates to what happened to me last week. So I'm in a space to where every dollar counts, right? Every dollar in my bank account is accounted for. There's no flexible spending as of right now. And uh, a friend of mine got a new apartment. I went to go check it out. I was in Brooklyn and we was chilling. We was sipping on the finest of teas with honey and such because sugar is a no-no. And I leave from my man's apartment and I see that I had a, a low pressure signal for my tire, which strike me as odd because on the way there, my tire was fine. So I'm like, okay, because usually, you know, I have a 2020. The moment that your shit goes flat, the symbol goes up, bloop. I'm like, fuck, I got a flat. But no, this was a this was a flat that I guess happened while I was parked. Maybe I had a hater. Someone stabbed my tire. A woman who I had a bad performance with via the bedroom wanted to get an act of vengeance and stab my tire to and fro with a knife. I don't know. These are things I don't have the answer to. The one thing I will say is I needed some gas. Not weed, but legitimate gasoline because I think I had like 15 miles left in my car. And from Brooklyn, I live 33 miles away. So that was problematic. So I go to the gas station. I go to my trunk. I get my air pump because, yes, I have an air pump. Pump my tire up. I'm like, you know what? This at least would get me to Long Island. At that point, I fucking had a haircut appointment. 
So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go get a cut, and then after that, I'm gonna go to the used tire place. So I'm looking. I'm like, right, I'm operating on 25% pound. I'm sorry, 25 pounds of pressure on the tire. That should keep me in the game. I get to the place. They say to me like, hey, you have a bend in your rim, and that's why your tires worn flat. So I'm like, okay, how much is that? They tell me the price. I'm like, all right, so what do you guys do? So they told me that if I left my tire with them, a truck comes, picks the tires up, and sometimes uh, things are done the same day, but oftentimes the tires are dropped off tomorrow. So in my head, I'm like, okay, this is a sound business model. You guys are a used tire place. The place that fixes rims comes to the used tire place. There's probably some type of partnership. You probably take $40 a customer and then they take 100 and then so on and so forth. So on my head, I'm like, okay, I have to cut the middleman. So I uh, go to another person that I get my oil changes from. I'm like, yo, where do you, where do you get your, your fixed tires at? All the while, I'm driving on a bad tire because I'm like, fuck it, if it's bent, it's bent, nigga. All praises be the king. They're like, yo, check this out. There's another spot. This spot is about 25 minutes and, you know, seven miles away from your crib. It's in plain view for all of you guys that are from Long Island. I'm like, okay. I'm not going to tell you the name of that place because they're not paying me. But they're like, yo, go over here. They do tires for this amount of money which was way less than the amount of money that it was told to me by the used tire place. So I drive, wow, on a bad tire and all that kind of shit, go to the fucking rim place, and I'm like, yo fam, I heard y'all fix rims. They asked me, yo, is it cracked? I said, no, it is not cracked. They said, okay, good. If it's a, if it's just a bend, we can re-weld that shit. Where's the tire at? I fucking go outside, I take the tire off, I put my donut on, I bring the tire inside. They're like, huh. This is easily fixable. This is the amount of money it's going to cost. I tell them niggas, thank you. Here is the tire. Now, I am carless, right? Prior to all this happening, I was going through my bank account, and I had way less money than I anticipated. And that just made me spiral into, like, a dark-ass place, my nigga. I was like, man, I don't fucking want to talk to these niggas right now. And these niggas being y'all. But the content must continue. That's one thing I'm having in my head now. The content must continue because once I'm clicking, because you need to speak these things into existence. Once I'm clicking, it's like, yo, Rico, I remember when this nigga, Rico was broke and this nigga was bugging over bent rims. Now look at him. I remember when he was recording in his aunt's crib. This is what I'm doing. I'm building foundation with you niggas, right? Letting you in on my life. Fast forward. I'm like, all right. Now I'm trapped. I can't do anything. I can't maneuver, I can't drive, I can't do shit because I am without a vehicle. That's not very nice. But then I started to think about it. The one thing that the tire place did provide me was they gave me, um, what is that shit called? Rim sealant, right? And what rim sealant does is they put some type of coating, paint, whatever have you, and they put that between the tire and the rim so there's uh no more bending of the rim than there needs to be but you're on borrowed time so i'm like okay i need to get into this quick before the rim gets worse and then it's bent and then as opposed to spending this amount just to get the rim uh re-welded i have to spend this amount to get a new rim and this amount when i'm saying this with emphasis nobody wants to pay that 
Well, I'm here to tell you that, bro, especially when you're in my position. So I'm like, all right, cool, cool, you understand? All right, smooth, you feel me? This can happen. So I come through, whatever, whatever, and I'm in my head, I'm like, you know, I need to be recording the show. This is last week. I'm like, yo, this, I need to be doing shit. I, I have shit to talk about. I was, I've, I've seen a few shows that I want to get into, and I just totally put you guys to the back burner, and I apologize for that, you know. And uh, for those of you guys that came to my side in my time of weakness, I definitely appreciate you too. But, you know, for my birthday, it's crazy. The initial plan that I had was I was going to go to Phoenix, right? And then I started to look. And in my head, I'm like, these are activities specifically curtailed to me. These are things that I specifically want to do. And that doesn't really work well in a group setting. When you're doing things that you personally want to do with a group of people. Because then you have the people that are like, yo, nigga, what's in Phoenix? Are there hoes in Phoenix? Are there activities in Phoenix, niggas? Is there nightlife in Phoenix? What the fuck are you trying to do out there? So that leaves grounds for people to front. And I don't know if any of you guys ever traveled in a group before, but this is how it goes. Somebody puts into a group chat, hey, let's go to Denver, right? I was like, yeah, weed, beer, relaxation, fucking wildlife, Denver it is, hooray. They're like, all right, so this is what's going on, y'all. We're going to get the Airbnb, we're going to get the rental, and uh, we're just going to split costs. Hooray, okay, that sounds dope. All right, y'all, start looking up flights, this isn't that. We about to do this shit in three months. This should be enough time for everybody to take off work. Yo, Everybody in? We're all in. Hooray. And then you're like, yo, y'all, in order for us to lock it down this Airbnb, it's going to be some amount of dollars. But if everybody can just give me $80 right now, I can at least lock it in. Ah, ah, I just, I don't know, man. I just had to get a fucking replacement foot. You know, my other foot wasn't working, so I had to chop it off and to put a robotic foot. So I... Well, my money went towards the robotic foot, man. I'm sorry. I, uh, you know, man, I, I, you know, that that rent that I pay every month and rent came again. And, you know, I thought I was going to have the money to do it. And, you know, I wasn't able to, uh, you know, you know, I had the money, but, you know, my father had to borrow it. You know, he's a he's someone that runs into financial trouble and he's my father. So I had to let this nigga borrow legitimately all of my money right now no i no, i had money before we was planning this trip but but now i'm on the cusp of of bankruptcy because a trip is coming so you know i can't really i can't really invest right now i'm sorry ah you know i, I lost all my money in bitcoin and then you, you just start start hearing the excuses so 10 people turn to seven seven people turn to six you're like you know what all right cool we can at least do this i can put 50 or 60 more dollars than i didn't anticipate towards it you know we get the rental you know, we get to this, we get to that, you know, we get to go. We can get some activities popping. We can, I can lay down the list of activities so people know how much money to bring. If they don't want to do the activities, they can just stay, stay in the Airbnb and order Uber Eats or whatever the fuck they want to do. Just as long as there's some camaraderie, right? Oh, uh, you know, I still didn't get my ticket. Yo, ticket prices is crazy. Yo, they, you, you're just now getting your ticket. Yo, I'm, I, I was looking, bro. 
you know I have commitment issues. I'm not trying to buy no ticket in advance because that just makes too much sense. I like buying tickets the day before I leave places like I'm rich. So, you know, I was looking for a woman. Damn, son, couldn't couldn't do it. Couldn't find a man. Sorry. Ah, you know, I, I, I try to ask off from work. Wait, when did you ask off from work? Uh, I tried to ask last week, and last week I told you about this three months ago. Why didn't you ask then? I didn't even know I was going to keep this job three months ago. Then whoopsie doopy doo, here I am three months later, same job, didn't see this coming. So, you know, I tried to ask off work, and they denied my PTO, man. Sorry, couldn't make it. I, I, I gave all those examples to tell you that, you know what, I'm probably going to have to pay for this trip in its entirety by myself. Ensure that I go, even if it's a solo trip. And then once I get everything locked and loaded and ready to go, I'll just tell everybody, like, you know what? If you want to come through, come through. I would just deeply appreciate it if you just threw me fucking $100. Just just so I could feel like I didn't do all this by myself. I anticipated on doing this by myself. But if I'm not, could you at least just give me $100 for the room and the rental? Now we will call it even. We won't even split this shit in six ways. Just give me $150 and just pull up. So then I started calculating the cost. And I'm like, ah, I don't have nowhere near that amount of money at my disposal right now. So just like that, my birthday dreams was crushed. I've been thinking about my birthday since, I want to say, last September. I finally came through with a plan that I wanted to do. And then when it was time to pay everything, I fell short because your boy just don't got it. And that's another reason why I didn't record last week. Because I'm like, fuck, son. The moment I found something that I want to do for myself, I finally started to break out this depression about my mother. I'm finally on the verge of just really starting to do things that's progressive in my life. It would be a great thing if I was to just celebrate my 32nd year of being alive. And then kapooey, nigga. Brokeness. Fucking brokeness. is brokeness. You understand? So now... I'm not doing anything for my 32nd birthday. Nothing. I've been pressed by different people like, yo, I, I can't believe this. You've been talking about feelings. You you still didn't get a ticket. Oh, God damn, bro. It's taking you so long. Brokenness is what's taking me so long, son. Because I don't. I love my brothers. I love these men, son. And all this, like, yo, these type of people can't do this. Then they don't need to be in your life. That's bullshit. These people have been in my, have been having my back in my darkest hour. If I had beef on anybody listening to this show, and I was like, yo, I got to go fight 10 niggas. I need three of y'all to come with me. They All three of these niggas would risk their lives to have my back. If I was in any kind of sad, depressive, feeling alone, all that kind of shit, these niggas would band together and have my back. But the one flaw about my friends is money. And I knew that if I try to do this trip under the guise that I'm not paying any for anything because it's my birthday, that's not how my friends roll. My friends barely give gifts to one another on their birthday. Now, we all get together, and it's love, and maybe we get each other a bottle or something, but it's not just my friends. I feel like these is like niggas overall. And for all those, yo, get better friends situation, my nigga, I don't have a time machine. I can't go back in time and fucking meet new niggas when I was 11 years old. Like, that's not how life works, bro. My friends are my friends. They accepted my weaknesses. I accepted theirs. It's all love. We've all been broke. Be honest with you, one of my friends' birthday was on February 20th, and we had to all pay for his birthday. I wouldn't be able to do nothing for him. So I expect of people what I'm willing to do for them. You know what I'm saying? So because of that, me doing anything fun and adventurous 
went to the back burner, right? It's not happening. This is just the realness of the situation. So for those of you guys that are like, hey, so what's plan B for your birthday? Happy that you asked. I don't fucking have one. By the time you listen to this, I'm probably going to be in my bed watching some type of show. I actually was watching the first episode of Umbrella Academy, and I started to get into that. So for my birthday, I'll probably just be in the house, chilling. Uh, I can't even afford a bottle right now of Blue Swift, so I'll be in here sober, watching television, waiting for the 18th. That would be Tariq's birthday, right? Sounds pretty sad, right? You see why when I'm in my fucking bag, I don't like to, uh, I don't like to record. But this is you guys. Hey, man, you're so talented. Hey, man, you know, you can't leave niggas hanging like that. What's up with the show? Well, here's the show for you candy-ass niggas. Niggas is sad again. Hooray! You feel me? But, um, yeah, man, that's what niggas got going on. You feel me? That's what's happening in the paint. So... Look out for an episode on Friday. I'm going to do a purge of all of the emails that I received uh, during my sabbatical that I never got to. Because I made a promise to you niggas that if you send an email in, I'm going to read it. And there's about 15 or so emails in there. I'm going to read all them shits. I don't care how dated they sound. I don't care how foolish they are. I don't care how cryptic they might sound. I'm fucking reading them shits. So if you want to be a part of the purge, uh, send your email to goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com. And you know what? Send a voice note. I mean, I, I don't know if you guys forgot, but, you know, send 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 a video. I'm sorry. Send a, a little audio situation. Just make sure it doesn't go over a minute long. And uh, I would deeply appreciate that. I'll either play your email or I'll read your email or I'll answer your email. And we can have fun in the sun together. Uh, two days after my par- after my birthday. Well, I'm sorry, a day after my birthday, and uh, that's how we're gonna do it. Once again, my apologies for not recording on Monday, but Monday I was getting my car situation together. I've been juggling finances. I've been borrowing money from people. It just hasn't been a good time for me. But I'm going to get through because I'm still black. I'm still strong. I can still dunk, and I still have a hairline. Last but not least, if you are still listening. Uh, tell Rock B. Wylin, R-O-C-B-W-Y-L-I-N, that he's a good guy because I've been getting glowing reviews from that episode. And it's crazy to me that he was like, you know what? Usually when people want me on their show, they want to belittle me. And, uh, you actually would like to speak to me. I was like, fam, why would I ever do that to you? But this is all self-esteem shit. I have low self-esteem. A lot of people that you might look at as high earners or because Rock makes pretty good money or whatever have you. He's uh, headstrong about things that he believes in if you follow him. But he's like, but even still amongst his peers, he's like, you know what, niggas just only want to use me like to shit on me or I'm like the comedic relief type shit. Like niggas never want to actually hear what I have to say. And with me taking the approach, because I actually like Rock, I consider Rock a friend of mine. He, um... He not only delivered a great episode, but a lot of people told me that's the best episode I've done since my episode with my father. So um, if you need, if you get a chance, I'm sorry, go back to the episode with Rock B. Wallen. It's only about like five or six episodes uh, from when I recorded it. And um, 
yeah, give him a at, give him a follow, Rock B. Wildin type shit, because um, he said a lot of things that I need to hear in regards to me getting out my own head, me being one of the people to really break out, you know, brokenness being a choice, and all the other kind of shit, you feel me? And sometimes you just need to hear that from an outside party to really wake you up. And I can consider myself still broke, but I'm awake. And this brokenness is fucking temporary, son. It's temporary. I'm going to be fucking rich in the next few months. I know that, son. I'm going to be clicking. And all these people, they give like this super favorable dap to like, oh my God, congratulations. And all kinds of follows and shit like that. And they know me too. And they just like bypassing me. Or the people that tell me that they have my best interest in heart and they I have their full support, but these niggas don't even watch my stories. They don't retweet my tweets. They don't fucking show up to my party. They will never show up to Long Island if I ever ask them to show up to Long Island. These niggas don't be hitting me up seeing how I'm doing. None of that shit, right? But once you get clicking, the niggas are going to be like, oh, my God, we got new it. I'm fucking so proud of you. Oh, yeah, baby, we did it. Shout out to them, too. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody who claims to be my friend, but they have absolutely no idea what I got going on. I appreciate y'all too. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody has their role in this life. So as opposed to getting feelings, literally, survey the field, see what's going on, uh, put a synopsis in your head of the people that surround you, and then just move accordingly and just use that shit as motivation to level up the situation. Peace and blessings. Pass the dressing. And y'all niggas will hear from me on Friday.